This is podcast episode soundtrack of Satan. Hi, everybody. Um, Josh here again uh, with another episode of Satan's Angel, The Journey. Uh, today, we're going to talk uh, specifically about the soundtrack. And um, I'm fortunate enough to have my partner here with me, uh, Tony. Um, and he's going to just talk a little bit about you know, the concept of, of the sound and, and you know how he achieved. I'm going to ask him a couple of questions. And uh, hope you all enjoy it. So, uh, welcome, Tony. Hey, thanks, Josh. Good to be here. Let's uh, let's just get right into it. Let's talk a little bit about um, the the overall design, the composition. It has a it has a, a theme that resonates throughout the album, and I just wanted to uh, just talk about that. Sure. Uh, I guess my my mo- overall theme that I wanted to do was kind of keep all the instruments and the sounds kind of real and not go too much. Uh, not think of this as movie music like you know not too much uh not too much of that stuff but a lot of uh rootsy instruments uh, most of the stuff i like is based either on i mean from jazz to surf to rock i like real sounding instruments i like tremolo guitar I like uh rootsy stuff acoustic guitars real live basses real live drums so it's all based on that Let's talk a little bit about that uh, the rootsy sound that you spoke of. Uh, explain to me what that means and, and why you felt that, that was the right fit for this film. Well, the, the, this Satan's Angel has a lot of soul. I mean, she's been around a long time. She's been through a lot. And, you know, when I hear music uh, that kind of comes from a real kind of place that's not very processed or layered, it, it goes with it just like... Uh, I think blues goes very well with a lot of, you know, earnest kind of real feelings and stuff like that. And, and even, uh, you know, anything like surf, or anything kind of real instruments with some edge that cut to me, you seem to go with this kind of vein with Angel from, you know, where she's coming from. How about um, finding the musicians to, um, to, to achieve that sound specifically? Well, musicians is a no-brainer. I have a, a lot of great friends over the years that I work on their projects they work on mine and I try to bring in the best players from uh, you know from different areas even you know around the country that they they specialize in uh, in their genre you know who are some of the artists that are, that are um, that appear on this album well Denny uh, Denny Freeman from uh, who resides in Dallas but he's uh, known as in the Austin scene Denny Freeman uh, played with Dylan for years and a lot of the blues greats uh, he has a great Fender guitar sound, one of my favorite players, as well as another great player, Rick Vito, based out in Nashville now. He was an L.A. player, a great friend of mine, and Rick has a great, great sound of his own. He plays with whammy bars and just uh, makes this hypnotic, crazy sound. He, he's a fabulous guitar player, too, so a lot of great players I brought in. Uh, Keyboards. I brought in a great Barry Goldberg. He's in Chicago. Played with everyone. All the blues greats for that whirly B3 sound that he just, you know, he's been doing that sound since Dylan went electric. You know, that's when he played with Dylan and he just gets the best B3 sound I've ever heard. Of, as well as a great electric piano sound, all of those sounds. What was it like um, getting some of these guys on this album, just uh, connecting with them creatively and... You know, telling them what you were looking for, uh, 
in terms of concept. Yeah, well, honestly, I don't like to tell them so much what I'm looking for. I'd rather they have freedom and just play them a rough track of something and not really not really rehearse it. I mean, a lot of the tracks we cut for Satan's Angel were one takes. I didn't really direct too many people. I've, I found over the years, if you just let things, if you bring in the right players, you don't have to talk about it too much ahead of time. You just kind of let them do their thing. And everybody does their own thing and you'll get a great, like, cool, cohesive sound, as long as you're all based around the same kind of music. You know, while we were out trying to raise money for this movie, you know, we Kickstarter and stuff, one of the um, prizes that uh, people could get if they pledged was uh, the soundtrack CD, where we numbered them, we autographed them, and we made them a real um, a collector's um, collector's item. Let's just talk a little bit, a little bit about that, and um, you know, the songs that you chose to put on that album, and just in terms of um, the going that route and, and, and putting an album out before the film had even been uh, you know finished yeah I guess it's kind of crazy to release a record before a film but I kind of when we were working on the film I was so excited about the film and to even I guess pump myself up more and get me motivation to get working on the film and really do it with you I, I thought it was best to create some music you know kind of just get to get the vibe going so uh, a lot of the songs I cut to rough takes of it. Okay. Now you and I have um, worked on other projects to, together and collaborated um, just creatively. Um, what was different about this project than the others? Or was there any? Yeah, well, yes and no. I mean, usually when we do our shorts, films and things, I mean, you don't have a lot of... Uh, time to really stretch out and try different genres of music. I tried to keep the things that I pick, like I mentioned, uh, blues, real rock and roll, even uh, punky sound and stuff uh, at times, surf, punk, and stuff like that. I try to keep it, like I said, very real. And on other projects, we didn't get time to really stretch it out. Maybe it, were, it was like a jazzy thing or something. But this one, we got to explore a little bit of uh, different sounds, because the movie takes you through different... Uh, different parts of the country, different parts of their life. So you got to change kind of with the atmosphere that's going on in the film and hopefully all Yeah, I think that's something that's worth noting is that it, 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 has a, it has a concept. I mean, it really does take you on a journey through her life from the 50s all the way up through the 80s and into the 90s. I mean, it, it, you've managed to capture each part of those um, of those. Uh, parts of, of, of music and, 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 and music history and I think that that's worth noting and I think that's something that, that probably why people have why we've sold out of the CDs right um, do you I, I know you've talked to me about um, wanting to do you know a follow up to that um, is that something you're still thinking about well uh, since the movie's finished now there are a few more snippets that I put into the film in the last like you know I knew we'd probably need some last minute songs here and there and Q, so I'd like to kind of redo a new uh, a new soundtrack album, make that one a special edition, do a new soundtrack. Uh, maybe some new artwork and just a new package. I always like doing, uh, doing those kind of projects. Cool. Um, lastly, I'm just going to talk to you about um, scoring films and how you come from rock and roll. I mean, from the beginning of when you first started playing, I mean, you started with playing like cover bands and stuff out of, outside of Philly and and that kind of music. Um, 
what's it like? Do you like scoring films? I mean, is it? How, what's, yeah. How do you feel about well, it? Well, I've I've always loved it. I've always been fascinated with it. And, you know, one of my first real bands in LA was the Plugs, a punk rock band that scored the, the movie Repo Man. So that kind of set set the tone and it gave me the bug to go through scene by scene. And you have a chase scene, put a little chase music in there. You have, you know, a scene where people are going nuts, make it crazy sounding. And I've always loved just putting, I, lo I love when the two come together. You, you know when it works and when it doesn't. And I, I have my share of stuff that doesn't work as well. And you just got to say goodbye to that and, and uh, start fresh and start tracking something new. You can't get too attached to anything when you do movies because sometimes you might have an idea in your head but until you see it with the film you don't know for sure if it's going to work. Is there any other um, bits of advice that you could you know, share with anyone that would be listening that's interested in uh, um, in scoring or that you know for, for lack of the right. funds have to do it themselves what would you what would you say? Uh, I would just say you know try and get your own sound going uh, you know, that's ideal. If you could have your own sound and, you know, that's recognizable when you put those sounds on. Or, and, and be real familiar with what period you're doing. If you're working on a movie that touches in the 50s and the 60s, know what instruments, know what kind of players, know what kind of solos they took if you need something to sound authentic. For this, I brought in harmonic, I brought in sax, I brought in piano, organ, drum. I brought in a lot of different instruments that reflect the 60s. And, you know, if you're going to have... 60s, you know, and you're going to have a, a burlesque movie, you better have it, know your go-go music and go-go drum beats and basic stuff, you know, know, know the area that you're working on. Right on. I think that's a great way to close it, too. Know, know your business. Yeah, and, and love it. Don't just do it just because you're making a soundtrack. Love, love the music that you make. Every second counts, really. Yeah. Um, I, thanks uh, for tuning in to this episode of... Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Tony's going to play me out. Of the Satan's Angel Journey. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> this is episode four. We're talking all about music with Tony. Satan's and, uh, Angel. You know, you can uh, find out more information on our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter as well as our website, satansangelmovie.com. Thanks again. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks, Tony.